Mockery Manor is free and always will be, but it's not free to make. If you'd like to support the show, you can become our patron on Ko-fi. Go to ko-fi.com slash longcatmedia to chat with us, unlock bonus episodes, music albums, exclusive merch, and more. That's ko-fi.com slash longcatmedia. Thank you. Previously on Mockery Manor, Parker asks JJ about a mysterious letter she recently received. Local reporter and DJ Paul confronts Betty about her sister's promotion to manager. And finally, country star Clayton Woodrow performs a new song at the big opening concert. And disaster strikes. That's you all caught up. Y'all enjoy the episode now. Longcat Media presents... Mockery Manor, Season 3, Episode 3, Witch of the Woods. Paul Baker, and you're listening to GSPW News at Nine. The internationally renowned country star Clayton Brian Brian Woodrow III plunged to his death last night in front of an audience of thousands, including his wife, country star Kirstine McFallon, and his manager of 40 years, Bobby D. McDaniels. At around 9.30 yesterday evening, the 82-year-old singer-songwriter climbed to the summit of the Four Spurs Mine Train attraction in the Claytonville Park area of Mockery Manor. Witnesses described Mr. Woodrow stumbling over the mine train tracks and into an animatronic goat before falling 45 feet onto the artificial rocks below. An investigation is ongoing, and police are asking anyone with any information to please... JJ? You in there? I just brewed a pot of coffee. Do you want some? I made it for the Americans, actually. Felt a bit sorry for them. None of them went to bed last night. But then that angry little man in the cowboy hat called it brown piss and said he'd stick to whiskey, so... Do you fancy a cup of freshly brewed brown piss? JJ? JJ! Knock, knock, sleepyhead. Door's open. JJ! Oh my god. What the hell happened here? No, 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 no! Is that you? What's the matter? Parker, get in here. JJ's room has been ransacked. Oh my god, what? What the hell? Hang on. It's just a bit messy, isn't it? It's more than messy. The drawers are all pulled out. And there's clothes everywhere. Yeah, but... The French windows are wide open and... this ain't much different to normal. It always looks like this. Don't be silly. Does it? Are you sure? Yeah. Bloody hell. She never lets me in here and I can see why now. What a mess. How come you know what her bedroom looks like? She's been late for work a few times the last couple of weeks. Had to come and get her. Doesn't sound like JJ. She's a lot of things, but she's not tardy. She told me she hasn't been sleeping very well, so she's taking these pills that knock her out. Makes her sleep through the alarm. She's on medication? I didn't know that. (sighs) I should go find her. Police are asking where she is. It's her turn to give a statement. Ooh, do they want a statement from me, too? Nah, I shouldn't think so. Come on, let's get out of here. After you. All right. 
If you see JJ before I do, tell her to go to the drawing room, yeah? That's where the police are doing interviews. Well, if anyone needs me, I'll be in my office. Or the dark room. I do need to develop that film. Oh, right. On a job at the moment, then. Of course. Very big case, actually. Very big. Gonna put you on the map, is it? <laughs> well, I'm pretty established on the map already, so... Oh, yeah, I bet. Forging quite a reputation, actually. Really? Well done. Mm, thanks. Maybe you should offer your services to the coppers. You could help them with the Clayton investigation. Oh, yes! Do you think they'd let me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure Scotland Yard will be banging on your door any second now. Oh, it's not that unlikely. I could provide valuable insight. All right, Hercule Poirot. You'll have to grow your moustache out. Parker, pa- Parker, stop it. Stop laughing. Okay, okay. Maybe I will offer my services. I bet they say yes. Well, you better hurry up then. I think they're leaving soon. Already? Yeah, they think it's pretty open and shut case, thank God. Well, that seems awfully quick. Do they know what happened? Well, don't tell anyone. Strictly off the record and all that, but they think old Clay probably had some kind of mental episode, like dementia or something. Which is great, because that means the family can't sue us. Clayton had dementia? That's what the police think. And they told you that off record? Seems a bit unprofessional. Ah, you know what I'm like, Betty. I'm the bloke whisperer. Lads open up to me. Mm. I start with, did you see the football scores? And then by the end of the conversation, we're planning matching tattoos and I'm the best man at their wedding. Extracting information from some dopey copper wasn't all. If ever I need to seduce the secrets from some grunting hooligan, I shall call on you, Parker. <laughs> right, this is me. Let me know if you find out anything else, will you? I'll be in my office all day. Right you are, detective. Oh, wait, can you hold the coffee pot while I unlock my door? Yeah, sure thing. Ooh, check out your fancy gold sign. Is that new? It certainly is. Betty Armstrong Private Invitigator. Did you, did you know it's missing the S? What? No, it is. Oh my god. <laughs> Private Invitigator. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, that plaque cost me £35. Oh, well, I shall leave you to your invitigations. Oh. Don't invitigate too hard. <laughs> oh, God's sake. Excuse me, sir, you can't come in here. This is an active crime scene. Goodness me, are the police admitting a crime's been committed? Excuse me, sir. That's something, I suppose. I'm sorry, you cannot... Who's in charge here? Excuse me, you cannot be here. I am going to have to ask you to leave. Back off, Constable. I used to be a detective with this force. Yes, well, I used to be a baby pooing my pants, so I'm afraid I'll have to it's ask you... It's all right, Henriksen. This is, or was, Detective John Fenwick. I assume he has a reason for barging into my investigation. Hello, Steve. All right, John. How's retirement? I'm not retired. I worked security for Clayton's concert last night. Well, didn't you do a fine job? Why are you here, John? Oh, I know. Has no one taken your statement yet? Oh, if you go to the manor house, one of my boys will write down whatever you have to say. I've already given a statement. I also overheard one of your boys talking to a mockery staff member. He said Clayton had dementia, and that's why he fell? It's one of many possibilities we're investigating, yes. I know what you're doing, Steve. High-profile victim like Clayton. The brass won't enjoy all that press attention. They'll want this wrapped up as soon as possible, because if anyone looks too close for too long, they might see how very incompetent you all are. And that's before we get on to the corruption. Shame old Mr Jenkins is dead otherwise. Time for you to leave now, John. Before I let Henriksen arrest you for being a stupid shit. This wasn't an accident, Steve. It was murder. 
And as you won't investigate this case properly, then I will. And you'll be shown for what you are. Get him out of here! Don't worry! Don't worry! I'm leaving. You lot make my gums itch. See you around, Steve. What's going on with you, Jen? I'm fine, Logan. Just leave it. Oh, this is about Bogan Beach Bar burning down, isn't it? That wasn't your fault, Jen. You sure about that? I was supposed to be working that night, Logan. If I'd been there. Yeah, instead of snogging Shane. <laughs> Shocking behaviour. Don't listen to her. If you'd been there, I might have lost more than the bar. Come here, you big goar. Kiss me. Oh, Logan, you fool. Look at the time. The Bargain Beach Bar fundraiser's starting soon. We need to pick up the donkeys. I'm not going, Logan. <gasps> I'm sorry. There's something important I need to do. What are you up to, you naughty girl? What's more important than the fundraiser? Logan, please. Just just go without me. Just go. Please. Oh, I don't know why Logan puts up with it. Hello? Huh? Betty Armstrong? Shit! One moment, please. Um, I'm not decent. Oh. oh, God, I'm covered in crisps. It's so messy in here. Jesus. <clears throat> Come in. Do you have a moment? Oh, Mrs. Woodrow. I mean, McFallon? That's your stage name, isn't it? Or is it Ms. McFallon? Or is it Ms. Woodrow when you're off stage? Or Just call uh, me Kirstine. Have I interrupted anything? Oh, no, 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 nothing at all. You are open for business? Oh, you mean private investigation business? Yes, 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 please, take a seat. Thank you. Uh, have a salted peanut. Or a pretzel. I put them out for clients. Like at a bar. Oh, no, no, thank you. What can I do for you? I figured there's a P.I. in the building. I should probably take advantage. Unless you're fully booked. I think I might be able to squeeze you in. Do you mind if I smoke? Oh, please, go ahead. <coughs> You've probably guessed why I'm here. Clayton? Clayton. Yes. I was so sorry to hear about that. I mean, I didn't hear about it, of course. I actually saw it happen. Although, I did hear the sound he made when he... Anyway, yes, uh, sorry. Uh, it's all very tragic. You must be very oh, upset. Oh, God, you are really bad at this. Sorry. Maybe you should try the silent brooding detective thing. <laughs> Good idea. Not sure that's who I am, sadly. Less of a brooder, more of a thinker out louder. And I think what happened to your husband last night, it sort of unnerved me. You think I'd be accustomed to it by now, considering how much violent death I've been involved in, but here I am, babbling like an idiot. Violent death, huh? So you've handled big cases before? Oh, um, yes. Good. For a second, I thought you might be small fry. You know, finding lost pets, taking photos of cheating husbands, that kind of thing. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Great. Although, just so I know I'm not misunderstanding the situation... Aren't the police investigating what happened to your husband? Of course they are. So why do you need a private investigator? Because the cops are idiots. Have you seen them? The guy who took my statement, what an asshole. And so young. He looked about 24. Tops. How old are you? Oh, much older than that. 26. Next birthday. Jesus. Girls mature faster than boys. I'm basically 40. <sighs> sure. Well, anyway, this cop. 
He'd made up his mind about Clay before I even got in the room. First thing he said to me, Has your husband seemed distracted recently, Mrs. Woodrow? Has he had any memory lapses? Well, I was so taken aback, I said, Sure, sometimes. But who doesn't forget where they put their glasses every now and then? And then I... Why did I do this? I told them Clay's heart medication affects his memory. Well, that little asshole, he grabbed a hold of that like a puppy on a shitty rag, making out Clayton was old and confused. Yes, he's old, but you saw him last night. You were in the audience, and he was... Wasn't it just... How did he seem to you? Fine. Relaxed. Chatty. Maybe a little melancholy at times, but certainly not like he was about to... You know, climb a goddamn roller coaster in the dark and pitch over the side? That's what I said. I told them it didn't make sense. That something must have happened in that ten minutes when the lights went out. Maybe someone was chasing him, or I don't know. If he was confused, then someone struck him on the head. But the cops told me there was no way to check if that was true or not because of the way... The the way Clay hit the ground. God damn it. Tissue? I mean, Kleenex? Thank you. They're going to declare him senile, and that'll be the end of that. And I can't bear it. And you want me to find out what really happened? Honey, you don't have to solve the whole damn case. You just need to find something, anything that says Clay didn't go up that roller coaster willingly. And then Scotland Yard or whoever can take it from there. So you really think this might be murder? Just find me something that means I can get a real detective involved. No offense. Madam, My lover is dead! Madam, I understand you're God upset. God damn it, why does no one listen to me? Is it because of these? Whoa. Is it because of these? All right, that's enough. You're not coming in the manor and that's that. Why aren't you listening to me? I need to tell them what I know. Look, love, we've had a lot of Clayton fans trying to help the police. We don't need any more brilliant tip-offs about how his manager's ripping him off uh, or his wife is cheating on him, all right? But his wife was cheating on him. And I'm not just a fan, we're in love. Oh, yeah? Having a torrid affair with him, were you? Yes, I was. Oh, clear off, love. Stop wasting valuable police time. You're just going to ignore me? What's going on here, Constable? Oh, uh, this lady was trying to enter the manor, sir, but I stopped her. It's you. Oh, thank Christ. Tell him to listen. Tell him to let me in. She can come in with me, Constable. Thank you. Hey, hey, no, hang on a minute. You can't just walk in. Who are you? Detective John Fennick. Now, if you don't mind. I've never seen you before. You work in this case. More than you are. Did you even think to take this lady's name? Why would I? Who is she? Abilene Doherty. I need to tell someone in charge about Clay. About his family. Abby what? Abilene Doherty. Sound familiar? Um, should it? The Woodrows filed a restraining order against Ms Doherty last year when they found her in their house one morning, making eggs. And last night, just before the concert, Ms Doherty violated that order and entered the VIP area in search of Clayton. Caused quite a ruckus, didn't you? I had to escort her off the premises, but you'd know that if you had paid even the slightest bit of attention to what's going on beyond the end of your spotty nose! 
Bloody hell, she's that stalker, is she? No, I'm not a stalker. Mr. Fennec, you made it sound bad. I didn't break into Clay's house or the VIP area. Clay invited me. I can prove it. His wife, she got the restraining order. She controls him. She's bad news. That's what I need to tell the police, but nobody is listening to me. She's a nutter. I am not. How dare you? You better take it inside. They've set up in the study. It's Clayton's wife in the manor. Yeah? Uh, that changes things. It would be prudent to question Ms. Doherty at the station instead. Oh, good idea. If she sees me, she might try to hurt me. Take her to the station, constable. Me? But I thought you were going... I'm supposed to stay on the gate. Oh, is that all you are, constable? A little yappy guard dog? Show some gumption, man. Um, Don't worry. I'll let the station know you're both on your way. Yes, right. I, I see, yeah. Um, right you are. Go on, then. Don't just stand there dithering. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, right, madam. You need to come oh, with me. Finally. Thank you. And thank you, detective. You're welcome, Abilene. Make sure you tell him everything. Oh, I will. All right, come on, then, you. No funny business. Absolute embarrassment. Bloody useless. Moron. Didn't even ask for my ID. I could be anyone. Useless. Embarrassing. What's this bloody country coming to, eh? Now then, which way, which way? Not the corridor with the ram's head? Or the one with the clock? I know, Mr. Dugan, I'm going to have to ask you to calm down. If you are even thinking about telling me to calm down, my oldest friend is dead. Anna Luke, get up here. Aha, here we are. Clayton's boudoir. Oh, yeah. Put a few bits of tape across the door. That'll stop me entering. Ooh, tape. Whatever am I to do? Call this a lock. (laughs) Embarrassing. Don't keep a one-legged kitten out. Now then, where, where, where? Let me see. Chest of drawers. Bedside table. The curtains. Well now, what do we have here? A pair of pink trainers, size five, with a couple of ankles attached. Aha! Ah, it's not what it looks like. I'm... Housekeeping? Housekeeping in a dead man's room? What does that involve? Polishing fingerprints off surfaces? Destroying evidence? No! All right, I'm not housekeeping. I'm a private... Good God! Bugger me. You! You! You're that detective. The one who arrested Matty. Well, well, well. Hello, Betty Armstrong. May I ask what you're doing hiding behind the curtains in Clayton Woodrow's bedroom mere hours after his murder? So you also think it's murder? First ball, Mr. Waynes got brutally seen off all those years ago, and now it is. Mr. Waynes? You mean Graham? That makes it not one, but two murders you've been up close and personal with, Ms. Armstrong, and both in the same theme park. Not strictly the same theme park. Adjacent parks, separated by a fairly substantial lake. Serial killers often like to hunt their victims on home turf. Did you know that, Ms. Armstrong? What on earth are you suggesting? That I murdered Graham and Clayton? I'm not a serial killer. Well, that's what a serial killer would say. What? I didn't kill anyone. Well then, you must have a plausible explanation for why you're in Mr Woodrow's room. Now might be a good time to spit it out. I'm a private investigator. 
I'm just doing my job. Oh, yes. They told me you were a P.I. The notion was so absurd, I assumed I dreamt it. It's not that absurd. <sighs> Ms Armstrong, this is an active police investigation. Only law enforcement are permitted access to sealed areas. Did you not see the tape across the door? Yes. I made sure not to disturb it. I limboed in. But the room was locked. All the interior locks in the manor are the same. If you have a key for one room, then you can access anywhere. A literal inside job. Inside job? What are you talking about? Look, detective, I haven't done anything wrong. I'm allowed to be here. I really am. I've been hired by Kirstine McFallon. Oh, that changes everything. You were hired by one of the prime suspects. Oh, not just any old prime suspect, but the wife of the deceased, who is, statistically, the most likely to have done the crime. Why didn't you say... Oh, God, am I in trouble? I'm afraid you might be. But I haven't even touched anything. Uh, not much, anyway. Please don't arrest me. Shh! What's that? Someone's coming. Hide. Back on the curtain. Okay, okay. Move over. There you go. Wow. (laughs) Uh, They didn't know we were here, did they? What did they want? What were they doing? Who was it? I don't know. I couldn't see. Oh, bugger. I didn't see either. I had a face full of curtain. Damn it. Oh, so annoying. Damn it. Oh, what do you think they wanted? They were really quick. They must have come in here to fetch something very specific. Hmm. I heard a ping. Did you hear a ping? Metal? Glass? Porcelain? Ms. Armstrong. I... And did you hear? They had a key. But when they tried to use it, it sounded funny. Why? Oh, my God. Look. The door handle's hanging off. It wasn't like that when I came in. Oh. <gasps> Did you break it? Oh, you did. That's what that thump was. Uh, It's an old handle. Old things break. You forced your way in. Now, look here. I do not have to explain myself. Certainly not to you. Hang on. Why did you want to hide from them? Well... You hid. Why? Love you. Your mind jumps around like a flea on a trampoline. Tell me why you hid. What do you think? To see who it was and what they were planning to do. Hmm. I suppose. Oh, you suppose, do you? Well, it didn't work, did it? You didn't see who it was or what they were doing. I am aware of that. Maybe if you'd budged up, I could have looked through the crack in the curtains. So you should have sprung out and arrested them. Or at least sprung out and asked them what they were doing. As it is, neither of us know anything. Thank you for the helpful pointers, Ms Armstrong. I shall pass your wisdom on to the training academy and make sure the next generation of coppers are properly educated. Wait, wait! Where are you going? Wait! Are you... Are you going to get me into trouble? What a good question. All right, how about this? I won't tell anyone you were here... Oh, thank you. ...if you stop investigating Clayton's murder. I can't do that. I've been hired to do a job. So quit. But I... I don't want to. This might come as a surprise to you, Ms Armstrong, but this isn't about what you want. This is about justice. So stop playing at coppers and go back to whatever it is you usually do. Picking your nose, watching Australian soaps before you get hurt. Silly man. Right then. What in this room goes ping? Shh. 
Dennis, it's all right. The fire's not going to spread. <sighs> I was in the brownies, you know. When I first joined, we learned how to make scones and hoover the carpet. But then we got a brown owl who was really into wilderness survival. He taught us how to navigate by the stars, how to gut an animal, how to build a fire pit. Betty and me, we were really good at it. It was great, actually. Until one of the parents found out from the bloodstains on their daughter's tunic that we'd been skinning squirrels. And that was the end of that. Maybe I should live in the woods with you, Dennis. What do you think? You've eaten all the melon. I haven't got any more. And Margot said too much is bad for you anyway. Greedy guts. <laughs> Stop it! Stop eating my hair! Go on. Go back to the others, you big goon. Flipping egg! Ah! Water! It's a flipping elephant! Oh my god, go away! Go away! There's a wild elephant in the mockery woods! The rumours are true! <laughs> I knew it! Oh, I'm scared of you idiots! Why do you have to shout? Where's it going? We should follow it! No! Leave Dennis alone! Dennis? The elephant's called Dennis? Walter, if you tell anyone about this, I swear I will kill you! Do you hear me? They're very happy here. Don't ruin it. They're very happy. Is there more than one? No. There is. I knew it. I hear them sometimes when we're camping in the woods. You're wrong. There's just one. I'm not. I've seen the signs. Massive piles of poo, bark stripped from the trees. I told the group they were the marks of the woodland witch. They loved that. Hmm. Would they prefer to know it's elephants? Or maybe they'd like... Ow! Get off! The group! You brought people here! Get out of my arm! You're not alone. Is that what you're saying? Maniac. There's five of us. We've been camping since Wednesday. Where are they? Are they close? No, they're back at the cottage, camping by the pond. So what are you doing here? Well, we all heard this noise, see? A kind of trumpeting sound. I was the only one brave enough to come look. Oh dear, what am I going to tell them? Oh, just tell them it was a car horn. Or a truck. One of the mockery trucks. You're quick with the lies. Had plenty of practice. Are you taking the moral high ground, Walter? The boy who brings people into the woods to stare at an old crime scene? Take photos next to a blood stain? It's ghoulish. Disgusting. It's not disgusting. It's just natural human curiosity. It's titillation. Oh yeah, definitely. Who doesn't feel more alive in the shadow of death? Oh, you have no idea what you're talking oh, about. Oh, I've had an idea. You should come and give a talk to the group about Graham. And that poor country singer who just died. Do you know anything about that? Okay. You know what? This is private property, Walter. I can get you arrested for trespassing. And I could get you arrested for keeping a herd of elephants in the mockery woods. Can't imagine that's legal. <laughs> oh dear. Looks like we're at an impasse. A what? An impasse? An impasse? Whatever. Looks like we both need to keep our mouths shut. Well, I won't say anything if you don't. Trouble is, if one of my group spots an elephant while we're camping, there's not much I can do about it. The herd doesn't go near the cottage. Just don't take anyone deep into the woods, all right? And if you do, I'll know. Oh yeah? The woods have eyes. Maybe you're the woodland witch. Maybe I am. Don't cross me, Walter. Wouldn't dream of it. Full of secrets, aren't you, JJ? Maybe that's why everybody prefers your sister. She doesn't have your darkness. No, I don't think she does. Oh, 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 oh. 
Fire's a bit smoky. What are you burning? Toasting marshmallows. Ah. That marshmallow looks a lot like a hooded sweatshirt to me. Go away, Walter. <laughs> Gladly. You're giving me the creeps. Bye-bye. Witch of the Woods. Mockery Manor is written by Lindsay Sharman and directed by Lindsay Sharman and Lawrence Owen. Music, sound design and editing by Lawrence Owen. Hayley Evanett was Betty and JJ. Lawrence Owen was Parker, Paul, The Constable and Bogan Bay Logan. Christina Bianco was Kirstine. John Henry Fall was Detective Fennec and Bobby D. Christy Bolton was Abilene Doherty. Lindsay Sharman was Henriksen and Bogan Bay Jen. Mark Restuccia was Detective Steve. And James Ducker was Walter. Mockery Manor is supported by Arts Council England, National Lottery Project Grants, and our wonderful patrons on Ko-fi. If you'd like to become one of them and help me and Lindsay keep making podcasts, tap the link in the show notes of this episode or go to longcatmedia.com. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Space. Multiverse. Stars. One stars. One star reviews. Join Negative Nancy and Chatbot aboard the Space Windu as they bring you the worst one star reviews from all across the universe. I'm supposed to say that we promise to bring you the very best one star reviews from all across the multiverse. But you know what? I don't believe it. I don't believe that for one second. I'm rating my driver Marcus one star. Not for his driving ability, but instead for his disloyalty and cowardice. Blackluster moon vacations. A can of beans. Abandoned malls. Cat beds that don't come in human sizes. Dragon stuff. Come have a laugh back at the one star reviewers. Listen to the one stars wherever you get your podcasts.